Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast. We spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And this week, we've got a little bit of a change of pace. So where where have we left off? What is the astrology currently doing? In case you missed last week's episode, we had a solar eclipse and the energy of that eclipse was a lot. You probably are still feeling the effects of the eclipse. So definitely go listen to last week's episode to understand why you might be feeling the way you're feeling as of right now and to understand a little bit about what went down last weekend. But Aside from that, Mercury is in Gemini. Our minds are moving much quicker now. Kara, how are you feeling? Honestly, last week was like a whirlwind of a week. So basically, it's the end of the semester. Everything is due. And it's really a lot. But if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, then you know how much I have talked about having to like hand in papers and do schoolwork during Mercury retrograde. And yes, it's pre-shadow, but I can say that I am so grateful that I was able to finish this before Mercury retrograde started because I just did not need that. So if you're also like in school, then you know what I'm saying. I can't relate. I I know yours goes later or different. Yeah. In case anyone didn't know, by the way, and I feel like this is important to know just so you can understand where Kara and I are coming from, but like we're grad students. Kara crosses the finish line much sooner than I do, but... I am still in grad school until literally the end of the year. So I know people sometimes, you know, make comments that we aren't necessarily the most available outside of the podcast, which is why I bring this up. You know, there's a reason for that. And it's because we are writing papers and doing industry analysis and doing accounting and other things that happen outside of this podcast. But anyways, back to what you came here for. Just wanted to make that clear. Mercury's in Gemini, so we're a little chatty now. This is your regular scheduled reminder, though, now that Mercury is in Gemini and you might feel more chatty, that we appreciate feedback as much as possible, even if, like, you're happy with what we're doing. Like, that helps us to know. You can leave star ratings, you know, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. So, you know, if you don't want to go ahead and type out a little written note for us at all. But also, too, if you're like, this is really great. I'm really enjoying the work you're doing. Like, please let us know because we have no idea. So with that being said, though, let's let's talk about the astrology this week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The day this episode comes out, May 2nd, Venus enters Aries. This happens at around 12, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, I will remind you always the date time of the transit is from the website astroseek.com. So 
if you want to find out, you know, in your time zone, you could either do the math or Google it, whatever it may be. But that's when Venus enters Aries on the East Coast is 12, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What on earth happens when Venus enters Aries? We do see people tend to become a little bit more in tune with their passions, more willing to really take initiative. Aries is a cardinal sign. So this is all about taking that first step and making things happen, whether that's being the person who's initiating the plans with your friends or initiating things in the relationship. Maybe you are, you're single and you're really hoping to get out there. This could be a good transit for, you know, dating and taking action on your dating life or if you're in a relationship and you're looking to maybe you know reignite the flame like that this is a good time to do that however I will say Aries also deals with the self so this could easily also be like a self-love type of thing where you're really just prioritizing what makes you happy during this time yeah I know that we talked about this a little while ago but there's a thing that people sometimes do and it's like taking yourself on dates so like I don't know, dedicating a day or I don't know, like one hour, two hours a week just to do something for yourself. And it could be something simple. It could be like going out to eat by yourself. I was going to do that, but then Chipotle was not taking payments. Like the actual like payment thing was not working and I did not have cash. So I was like, okay, never mind. I was just like so mentally prepared though to like eat by myself. Anyways, things like that, going to the park, I don't know, one that I've been wanting to do is like go and like buy flowers and just like put them in my room because, you know, I'm a Libra rising. We just like having pretty things. But yeah, Venus in Aries, it's like a very social energy. So I really would expect you to want to be going out and talking to people and doing things like it is very fun. There is a lot of initiative. It is important to kind of know that Aries energy is kind of like kind of like a sprint so like you know you start off and you're going fast and then that energy will dissipate so just know that you might feel a little bit like hot and cold off and on type of situation because again that passion energy is more you know sprint like in nature less like a marathon less like the Taurus energy and I don't know I do think that this is a good energy but I think that it's almost getting a little bit stuck in you know, the mix of everything else that's going on in tourist season. But I don't know, I'm going to remain hopeful that we could really take advantage and enjoy this time. Yeah. So as Kara mentioned, Venus kind of struggles in Aries. This is because Venus is in detriment in Aries. You know, Venus is at home in its domicile in Libra and in Taurus as well. So whenever Venus is in the opposite sign of those you know, previously mentioned two signs, aka Aries or Scorpio. Venus is in detriment, therefore it doesn't really perform at its best here. It's kind of struggling. So if we think of the nature of Aries, it's it's spontaneous. It is an initiator and it is quick moving. So with that being said, our relationships move quick and they also end quick. And you know, coming from a cardinal sign myself, I can say that we're really great at starting things and not finishing things. So if you find that your creativity, right, if Venus is also creativity, if you're 
you know, really motivated and inspired to start something new, like a new creative project. And you're so passionate about it. You go all in. And the next thing you know, you're like, you know what? I don't really care anymore. I moved on and you leave it unfinished. Like expect that kind of to happen. Um, But this can also show up in, in your relationship habits. So it's not uncommon to like, fall in love very fast but fall out of love equally fast right if we're thinking of venus and relationships people like to listen to this podcast for relationship advice specifically if you find that you're you know one minute obsessed with someone you matched with on a dating app and then the next minute you hate them like you have full power to blame this on venus and aries also, for the singles out there, too, who are listening to this, even anyone, even if you're in a situationship relationship, this applies for anything, I guess. But I see this more with singles and dating. But, like, the chase, the element of the chase and, like, getting something you, you can't have, right? If we think of Aries, too, as, like, the warrior spirit, the fighting spirit – there's this desire to achieve something or to have something that maybe you can't have because you want to you want to accomplish it you want that chase to happen like expect that to show up in various elements of your life but mostly in relationships too yeah and just from like life experiences because i surprisingly have a lot of friends with their venus in aries and i remember when i first started like learning astrology this confused me because my mercury is in aries so you know i have that like very direct type of way of communicating i guess and i will never forget my friends but their venus in aries and i'm like oh yeah like i really like this person but like i'm scared to talk to them or like i really want to say something but like i don't know like i don't know like i can't go up to them or like whatever and i was like what do you mean like your venus is in aries like just go and do it like this is fun and then they would be like no like i can't and i didn't get it until i had learned about traditional astrology and how you know venus in aries that's not necessarily its favorite place so i don't know i did want to share that for anyone who does like have their venus in aries and maybe relates but also if you like feel like this time is you know a little bit of a struggle or a little bit you know not as fun or as social as you had expected like that is probably why what are the aspects that venus in aries will make on may 24th venus will sextile saturn this is really good for i think of like the long game since if we're thinking about again like venus and aries and the chase element of things saturn has a tendency to make things more drawn out last longer venus sextile saturn can be good for exactly that the long game in the relationships but also too this is a really good time to uphold your boundaries whether they be in your friendships, your romantic relationships, you know, even like your financial boundaries, if you have them at all, like that's something to think about. Um, May 24th is kind of the day when that becomes a little bit more of a priority. Yeah. And I do want to say, because I saw this on TikTok, that like boundaries and preferences are two different things. And it's also, you can think of it too as things that you absolutely need versus things that you want so like some boundaries like are a hard like no it's very personal so I'm not really going to give an example but I'm just going to leave it at that it's worth reflecting on though figuring out what things like you're like absolutely no this is not acceptable I will not have this in my relationship and then think about things that you maybe can you know work with or make a compromise on so like for example 
this is an example I was thinking about. Like, I obviously really like to talk about astrology, but I don't need to talk about astrology in every single relationship that I have. Like, we could talk about other things. So, like, talking about astrology is more of a preference than, like, a need. The need would be, like, the ability to communicate. Like, we have to be able to communicate. Otherwise, how is there a relationship? I know that that's not, like, the biggest or, like, most dramatic example of this, but that's just, like, a little example and something to be thinking about when Venus is sextile Saturn because sometimes we don't, always feel that energy I always say that sextiles are more like opportunities so you can take advantage of the energy but it's not as in your face as you know like a square like we're going to talk about next it's a little bit more subtle so it is something that you have to like as a person be aware of and then like take action on and just like make the choice to be thinking about the thing or to do the thing so that you can really you know use the energy well yeah speaking of that square on may 27th venus will square pluto and this is honestly not really the greatest time to be completely transparent not that great why? Well, obviously squares create tension. Tension's necessary every now and then. But if Venus is our relationships, Venus in Aries at the moment can, you know, be about, you know, following your passions, doing what makes you happy, putting yourself more at the front and center stage. And Pluto is in Capricorn at the moment. And whenever there's been squares to Pluto, you've heard me say this before, that this can bring up questions about authority and sort of who has the power at the moment. Venus square Pluto can really highlight those imbalances where maybe someone in some relationship or something in some relationship is taking more power over, you know, what your needs are, what you are hoping to get out of it. So if you find that you're struggling during Venus square Pluto, like that's something to really pay attention to, you know, so you can move past that tension, take note of what's off, where the imbalance is and sort of move forward in that regard. But I can definitely see this showing up also in the workplace because again, if we're thinking of Pluto and Capricorn highlighting authority, usually like this can deal with bosses or just anything work related and Venus in Aries wants to do what it wants to do then maybe you're like you know what like this isn't really working out for me this career isn't what I what I'm not getting out of it what I was hoping to get out of it like those themes are being highlighted also to the lingering energy of the eclipse can add in into that another thing too like Venus in Aries is very focused on like the immediate and in some ways, that is really helpful and really good because it lets you be present in the moment. And then Pluto and Capricorn is like, yes, it's a cardinal sign. And yes, it like is initiating things. But the approach is different where Venus and Aries is like, oh, this is what I want to do. Like, I'm passionate about it. Like, I just I just feel it inside of every cell of my body that this is what I need to do. That was a little dramatic, but it's okay. And then you have you know, Pluto in Capricorn that like wants to take initiative, but it is a little bit more practical. And I shouldn't say wants because it will do it, but it's thinking about it and it's going towards it in a different way, in a way that's a lot more like planned and almost like strategic, if you will, because it has that like grounded, like earthy energy where it's like, I'm going to do this. This makes sense. Whereas Venus and Aries is not really thinking about the consequences. So that's where that like square-ish thing comes from. And I'm 
Yeah, this is Venus and Pluto is not one of my favorite things overall in astrology. Like I have my Venus opposite Pluto and like I think that Venus Pluto and Moon Pluto things in general are just like some of the more difficult aspects. So just sharing that because again, if you're kind of like feeling it and this is also like a little bit before Memorial Day, I believe that's usually a time of like celebrating and like seeing people and doing things. So if things feel a little off, you know, it's astrology, I guess. (laughs) And then the only other major thing that happens this week is on May 3rd. This happens at 6.33 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Jupiter will sextile Pluto. This is more of a bigger transit that impacts society more than, you know, when you'll feel on a personal level. However, this is pretty much a, a, a good time for growth and transformation as a whole. So if you feel a little bit more, I guess, like somewhat more empowered or you feel as though there are more opportunities available that could be from that added boost of Jupiter sextile Pluto. Yeah, this is going to be a pretty fun time. I think that... It is very expansive and also very healing and like a very giving type of energy too. And like you were saying, it definitely will affect us on a larger scale or, you know, because it's affecting everyone. It's affecting the collective, if you will. But I do really enjoy kind of like outer planet transits in general and when they make aspects because it kind of feels a little bit more like magical and it is an energy that lasts for a longer time just because the planets are moving slower so we'll have the aspect for like you know longer than like Venus aspects you know just something to consider too that the energy will be lingering a little bit longer compared to like other transits speaking of other transits next week is a fully loaded week so I know that there isn't that much happening right now like I said definitely listen to last week's episode to know a little bit more about Mercury and Gemini Definitely want to revisit that episode because next week we do experience the Mercury retrograde, so it'll be good to understand a little bit more background on Mercury and Gemini. Also, next week, too, we have Jupiter entering Aries and the lunar eclipse in Scorpio, so if you're like, oh, okay, cool, Venus and Aries, like, nice. Next week is is loaded, so definitely... You want to stick around for next week's episode where we'll go into more detail about those three big transits. I've talked to a lot of people in like my own personal life and they've been like, what's the astrology like for May? And I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) things are interesting. So stick around for the month of May (laughs) if you care. I I would personally, but that's my own opinion. Anyways, that's all. (laughs) If you want to stay in the loop with us as the astrology unfolds per usual and we continue to navigate the astrology in the simplest terms we can for you, then make sure you're following us on social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and we technically are on TikTok. There will be a time when we're more active on TikTok, probably in a post-grad school world, but we are on TikTok and doing our best when we can. That is at BLME The Stars. We're also on YouTube. If you search Blame It on the Stars podcast as well, you'll be able to listen to this podcast and read the closed captions. But anyways, that is all for now, and we'll see you all next Monday.